TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Thomas Kimbrell, thank you so much for joining this morning. Really, really appreciate it. This is important for people to know about this topic. Yes, thank you for having me. So take take me through it. I mean, where is your focus, first of all, as we think about telehealth and breaking down the issues around healthcare providers and the lack of options as time goes on. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we're looking at increasing access to health care. And uh, modern technology provides, you know, new ways that people can access that health care, except for where outdating, outdated laws prevent the use of these new technologies. And so, you know, during, everybody thought it was a good idea and I will say I took advantage. I took advantage of this um, for myself, and even with my kids, we did telehealth visits, which were available. And a lot of times, you couldn't even get into a doctor, you know, because of everything going on. So it's a nice option, especially for people in rural areas. Let's say. So take me through what's going on here, and I know it's it's National Telehealth Awareness Week or month as we think about. Pennsylvania in particular, but across the country, a lot of people are losing access to those remote health, you know, the access that you had. Can you take me through what we're experiencing? Absolutely. So uh, in March 2020, at the beginning of the COVID pandemic, uh, Governor Wolf authorized, um, he issued a, a, during the emergency declaration, Mm -hmm. uh, allowing Healthcare providers from other states who are licensed in other states to provide care to patients in Pennsylvania. Um, but then when the emergency declaration expired, so did those emergency waivers for out of state providers to, to provide access to care, uh, to Pennsylvanians. And so we were wondering how much access did Pennsylvanians lose? Mm-hmm. Uh, when those waivers expired, so we submitted a right to know law request to the uh, Pennsylvania State Department, and we've uh, we've got some some records back. We're still waiting on a lot, but you know it looks to be thousands of of care providers um, were it received waivers to provide care in the state of Pennsylvania. And so, as far as this goes. What's the recommendation here moving forward that we just modernize and update some of these laws? And I know these received a lot of bipartisan support. People thought, okay, this is a no-brainer. It makes sense. But, you know, now everybody says, no, we, we want you to get back to work. 
The problem is we see the shortages, especially in this industry. And I know I'll give you, I'll give you an example. My, my doctor and my husband's our, our general doctor, he retired because he couldn't find, even though he's associated with Penn Medicine at a local branch, he couldn't keep staff. And so you would call for, you know, an appointment, you would get the recording, you couldn't get through. And so ultimately he, he took retirement and, and left because it was so frustrating even to just hire staff. And so that, that I think is fueling some of this to say doctors are becoming exhausted and exasperated. They're leaving their practice and then nurses, et cetera. So it, there are so many after effects, if you will, of COVID that maybe the average person's not putting all this together. So take us through what's going on and, and what's, uh, you know, what do we need to know and what can we do as far as pushing local legislatures or national legislatures, pushing them to make some improvements to the existing laws? Yes, uh, there are shortages. Um, and in fact, like if you look at nursing, there's uh, the the shortage is 10% higher than it was pre-COVID. Um, but, you know, the legislature, they addressed that and they passed the nursing uh, compact license, which is a uh, an agreement between 40, more than 40 states that recognizes each other's licenses. So if you have a multi-state license through the compact, then you can practice in any state that's uh, any of the member states part of the compact. And so that should help. Um, and you can offer in-care purses, uh, in-care services or telehealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that should help with the the nursing shortage. But there are shortages, uh, you know, across the entire healthcare industry and in- increasing access by allowing, uh, you know, telehealth can help address those shortages. Yeah, and I know on a national level, on a state level, there were a lot of different representatives. And again, I saw bipartisan support for some of this stuff to say, let's expand it. So what if if we don't get, ultimately, if we don't get this legislation passed, what does it mean for Americans who are just, they're ultimately being prevented from seeing their primary care doctor? I mean, that's that's the bottom line, right? If you can't get the telehealth and and on top of it, your doctor maybe is one of those like mine. My husband and I, you know, are looking for another doctor. I mean, we're in this we're in this boat because of this. Um, so, you know, take me through it as far as what people can do and and what's happening. Well, I mean, they can get involved and, uh, you know, educate themselves on on what's causing these shortages and 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 uh, solutions out there to provide additional access, such as allowing telehealth across state lines. Uh, other states have done this. Uh, Pennsylvania has uh, not done this mm-hmm. uh, yet so far. But, you know, we got, like you said, you lost uh, access to your your primary care yeah. uh, physician. And we have emails that we received pursuant to this right to know all request from providers emailing the health licensing boards in Pennsylvania saying, hey, I have a patient that's moving to Pennsylvania. Uh, We would like to continue to treat them. And so they were able to do so during the uh, public health emergency 
mm-hmm. but now they're, they can no longer uh, treat them. So patients that established, patients in Pennsylvania that established a, uh, you know, a patient-provider relationship with these mm-hmm. uh, healthcare providers through telehealth, a lot of them lost access to their, their primary care providers. Yeah. And then with the nurse shortages, I know that you had uh, written in one of your pieces that we're looking at in, in some areas, uh, some fields, 30% of nursing shortages. Is that correct? That we have a vacancy rate, I should say, for RNs of nearly 30. It's 30.7%. Wow. That, yeah, that's correct. That's a pretty staggering number. What's going on with that? Uh, well, you know, there there were um, some licensing issues mm-hmm. um, where, you know, Pennsylvania wouldn't allow nurses from outside of the state to come in. But in 2021, the state legislature actually passed a law allowing that when they joined the nursing uh, compact. Um, but for some reason, it just wasn't implemented for two years. I'm not sure why Governor Wolf or Governor Shapiro took so long to implement it, mm-hmm. but they finally allowed nurses to start coming in yeah. from out of state this month. And so hopefully that'll help alleviate uh, that 30% yeah. shortage. Yeah, it's a huge uh, shortage. Well, listen, uh, Thomas Kimbrell, thank you so much, as I know that you're you know, analyzing the numbers, looking it up. Thank you so much, Thomas, for joining me today. I do appreciate it. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.